Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in him. I want to expose him for who he is, which is that awesome power he possesses, his pure greatness with a capital G, because he's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed, e e e 
enormously loving day that you've blessed us with, that you have gave us another day that we're living, Father. I just thank you, Lord, for who you are. I respect the game. I respect the, the wonderful power that you have in heaven and in earth. Lord, you are awesome. Mm, I can't, oh, it's a lot of words that I can think of, but right now you are Awesome, Father, and I pray, Lord Jesus, that the seeds that I plant, seeds that you speak through me, it'll hit somebody's heart and, and plant deep, Lord Jesus. Just an inkling, just a thought, Lord Jesus. Let somebody ask about somebody else about what I said, Father, and I just thank you. I give your name all the praise. I thank you for knocking the devil's block off because he is not wanted here. You are the only, the only, might I say, the only and only, only superstar that I will lift up and praise because you are enormously worthy of it all. So, Father, I just thank you and I just give your name all the praise. All the honor and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, my God. I am so excited. I am so excited. You know why I'm, I'm excited today? I'm excited because of Jesus. Are you excited because of Jesus? If you are excited of Jesus, wave your hands. Say, I'm excited because of Jesus. Get on your phone and you go Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you got, or text somebody and says, I'm excited only because of Jesus. And yeah, if you're married, yeah, I'm excited because of my husband. I'm excited because of my wife, my children. I'm excited because of my job, my raise. I'm excited. But no, right now, Get on your phones or just write it down and put it on the wall. Put it on your, your, your refrigerator. I'm excited because of Jesus. <laughs> and if you want to get personal, you can say, I'm excited because of you, Jesus. You know, it's something that we have to uplift and give God praise because without him, what would we be? What would we be? Where would we be? You know, which leads me into my three scriptures. You ready? Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. Ready? If you got it, say it with me. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions faileth not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. <laughs> Wonderful scripture, right? You should put that on your refrigerator too. Send that to somebody. Put that on Facebook. Put that on Instagram also because that is an awesome scripture. Something that you should be reminded every day. When that clock say 12 midnight, you should say, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. We'll text somebody that at 12 midnight. <laughs> and also Hebrews 9.22 states that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without Jesus, without 
Our Heavenly Father Jesus, where will we be? <laughs> we would be nowhere. So we might as, might as well take recognition of that and just say, thank you, Lord. Well, if you're driving in your car, say like if you're driving in your car, you're walking down the street and you might be humming or talking to somebody on the phone or just talking to yourself. <laughs> you should say, this is what a habit, you should form a habit and do this and say, Heavenly Father, Lord, Jesus, I don't want nothing. I just want to say thank you for who you are. I just want to thank you and give your name praise for who you are. And then you look all around and give notice to what's going on all around you. Thank you for the skies. Thank you for me being able to walk. Thank you for me being in good health. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything. I can hear the birds sing. I can hear that loud car with that loud muffler, you know. But the thing about it is that you got to be thankful. The attitude of gratitude should be always thank you. Good times, thank you. Bad times, thank you. <laughs> you sick, thank you. Get a raise, thank you. Didn't get that raise, thank you. God is not a... My wife says, God is not a oops God. He's an intentional God for all things work together for good. For those who love the Lord, right? And the last verse before I start the show is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Come on. I see people with this on a license plate. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways, all, 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 all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. You know, I know, I know a lot of people who have a problem with that, that word all. That's a big word, big heavyweight word, all. I just can't give him all. All. He gave it all to you. So. With that being said, let's get it started. This is Planting the Seeds show number 82. And the topic of this show is to be put on notice. You've been put on notice. You've been served. You've been forewarned, you know. And just let that sink to be put on notice, you know. Tell somebody, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on notice now. You step on my lawn again, I'm going to turn the sprinklers on. <laughs> That's all you're going to do, turn the sprinklers on. You ain't no tough guy, you know. Or you tell them, oh, you, you sit on my car again, and I'm going to park it on the other side of the street. Don't sit on my car again. If you sit on my car again, that's putting them on notice. If you sit on my car again, I'm going to do this. And the meaning of it's a formal warning told about something. The police is on notice to have more security at the concert. Oh, who's going to be there? Yo, Jay-Z going to be there? Yo, you're going to have, you better get more security than what you normally have. Because you know you're going to have a lot of the guys from his projects. You know, the guys that, that uh, that's going to giving him support. They from his projects. These dudes from the hood. So you got to get, yo, call out the National Guard. I'm putting you on warning, putting you on notice. <laughs> or, 
Or another one is like she put us on notice that she would not be available for interview until after the trial. You know, and then you see um, this thing with those two married couples. <laughs> oh, boy. Two married couples, they suing each other. Uh, <laughs> what is the world putting on notice? You see how, how things is just going on? Uh, I don't want to get into that. But after the trial, she spoke. But she didn't speak until after the trial. After the trial, he spoke. He said he got his life back. Because after that, he got all his acting gigs and all his acting jobs. And people started rehiring because they wasn't hiring. And, and it's so funny that if he would have been guilty, his career would have been over. <laughs> think about that. Your career is over. Just think of the word over. 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 You know, you, you, you're warning someone or something about something likely to occur. And then especially in a formal or threatening manner. If he, if you lose that trial, your career's over, buddy. Well, if you win the trial, then maybe we can put you in some jobs. You know, just like when, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, you know, they was like replacing him. They're, well, we're not going to give him no more jobs. We're not going to do this. We're not going to. So it's like maybe his career is over and then you're going to get some people that are going to be like, ah, forget all of that. That's Will Smith. That's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That, yay. Don't worry about it. And then you, you put people on notice and you say, well, if he do that, oh, you see what he did? He did that and that sparked a whole thing. He should have never did that. Don't nobody, hey, listen, the next person that, this is the notice, the next person that do that, they're going to they gonna suffer. Uh, I remember I used to hear, hear girls, they used to say, you know, the guy used to break their hearts. Not me, not me. They're just venting to me. And the guy would break their heart and they would say, you know, the next person that, the next one, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And they was talking some really crazy stuff. Talking about cutting and stabbing and busting bottles upside heads and, and all that stuff. <laughs> but they put it on notice. They put it out there, you know. And I want to I wanna tell you about this time. This was in 1987. Michael Jordan, right? You know, Michael Jordan, he used to call him his, his airness and all that good stuff. And, and he went into the Hawks locker room. They was playing at, at, at the Bulls' home. And he went into the Hawks' locker room. Yeah, that's kind of brazen. But he went in there and he put them on notice. He said, yo, fellas, you better lace them up. It's going to be a long night putting them on notice. <laughs> and they was like, what? This dude got a lot of you-know-what coming in here like that. But guess what he did? He scored 61 points. On the Bulls, I mean, on the Hawks, 61 points, 22 of 38 shooting, 17 of 21 from the free throw line. He also had 10 rebounds and four steals, right? So it was a long night. He put them on notice, yo, lace them up. It's going to be a long night. 
But aside from that, you know, the night before, he 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 played in uh, the Pacers. He played the Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks. Fifty points back to back. He scored fifty points in both of those games, right? But then this game right here, he put on notice. Lace him up. It's going to be a long night. But it was a long night for him. You know why? Because he lost the game. This is back in the day when when you had Dominic Wilkins and and them two used to go at it, right? Dominique had thirty one points. And, and and he hit a, a mid-range jumper to give the Hawks the lead with 11 seconds to play. So Mike had 61 points. Dominique had 31 points. But 11 seconds, they were losing. So then, guess what the Hawks did? The Hawks put it on notice. Yeah, Mike. We're going to play defense. Only way you're going to score is if you're going to score over the swarming defense. We're going to lock you up, right? Because Mike wasn't going to give the ball to nobody else. Mike was going to take the last shot, especially if he hot like that. Who are you going to give the ball to? He's taking all the shots, 61 points. <laughs> so... Mike gets the ball, and they swarm on him. Dominique Wilkins also. It's like five on one. Five on one. So Mike had four other players that he could have threw the ball to. But Mike shot the ball, and he missed. Guess who grabbed the rebound? Dominique Wilkins grabbed it. Pop. <clears throat> buzzer sound game over yeah it was a long night for who Mike yeah he put him on notice then didn't Dominique put him on notice too you're not going to hit the winning shot not here you know like they say put your money where your mouth is at yeah so let me put you on notice on these things here you put you notice on things to take notice of, you know, and it's like when you do that, you do stuff like that before it's too late. Like I remember when I used to work in a, in a jail cell and they used to say, hey, listen, you better put that dude in another house before he murders somebody, before he kills somebody, before he, because if you put a guy who, who, classification is so high he's a guy who who the media has made him out to be a, a senseless uh, uh how you call that you are you you society you a menace to society and you put him in there with a bunch of low love burglaries people who trespassing they only got, what, 90 days. He's going to court because he's looking for, he's getting ready to get at least 30, 40 years straight up. And that's a plea deal, right? So now we used to put the captains in, in the depths and, and the wardens on notice. Say, listen, this guy can't be here because if 
you let them stay here, something bad is going to happen. And he was there for a while, and something bad did happen because they refused to move him. It's just in his nature to do something bad. A minister of society, what do you think he's going to do when he get to jail? He's going to be a minister, a menace in jail. <laughs> you know? So what I'm trying to say is that before it's too late, take notice to certain things. Take notice of what's going on in this world. All right? In the game, there was a buzzer. Buzzer sounding. Game over. Right? But then take notice of what's going on before the trumpet blasts sounds, indicating the end after a long warning period. It's, this is a, a warning period. <laughs> you know, take notice of this because <sighs> sinful actions is going on. You've seen it all in the news. My heart was heavy for the families and, and Uvalde and, and the, the families and in Buffalo, and then then it's still going crazy. People are getting killed and shot, and just it's just senseless stuff, you know. Look at the gas prices. Oh my gosh, the gas prices, the food prices is going up. Men's hearts are failing them because of fear. Men's are loving of themselves; they're not loving nobody else. Girl says. So it happened the other day. The girl says, oh, I was on the train. And she said, somebody grabbed me. I thought I was being punked. I thought somebody was one of my friends. I thought I thought somebody was playing with me. And then all of a sudden, they just got tired and didn't let me go. And then she got stabbed. Dude grabbed her, stabbed her, and let her go and ran. What for? Put on notice. Let me put you on notice. These are the end times. <laughs> the warning, the last warning period the, the 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 clock is ticking and it's about to strike twelve, cuckoo cuckoo. But it's going to be a, a day when that tri that clock strikes and probation is going to be over. Hmm. It's going to be over. That wonderful, wonderful, precious Lamb that was slain for the sins of this world. That merciful Lamb who took your place. When it should have been you on that cross paying for your sins, he, so merciful, so loving, so kind, when probation is up, guess who he, guess what he's going to put on? He's going to put on that robe and he's going to become the judge, the judge who know the law because this judge created the law. He is the law. <laughs> like those uh, Western, who's that man? He's the law, the law man. So Jesus is our king. He's the sacrificial lamb, and he's the law. And when probation is over, he's going to be a judge, right? So you know what I'm saying? So now we, what we need to do is take hold of the hands of the lamb that washed our garments and we will be able to rejoice because we took heed of the notice. Adam and Eve, they was put on notice. You can have anything on this here planet. I mean, you, you look at it like as if it was just one little area. 
God told him, you can eat of every tree here except from this tree. And we know what happened. They didn't listen, and they got evicted, right? Lot and his family, right? They was put on notice. Leave Solomon and Gomorrah. Get out of it, or else it's going to be destroyed. Look, Don't look back. March, march, march. Don't look back. What Lot do? He turned around and turned into a pillar of salt. That's why I got the, the Bible verse that says, remember Lot's wife. <laughs> Lot's wife. That's all. Right? Noah was put on notice. And he told the earth, he told the world. For 120 years, he was putting them on notice. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. God is going to destroy this earth. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Can you imagine you hearing that over and over and over? Just like the planting the seeds show. And I keep telling you that, that it is of God's mercies that we are not consumed. Right? And over and over and over, he kept telling them, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. Until that day, they got into the oil an ark and what happened it started raining and the ones that didn't listen drowned who listened it was Noah and his family the only ones they was put on notice they didn't heed to the notice and guess what they lost their lives the buzzer rang and over no more games for them. It's no. It's, it's no more do-overs. It's, it's no more. It's 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 no more tries. That's it. The children of Israel. They were put on notice. They they saw what God did to to Pharaoh. They saw what was going on. They saw when 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 the deaf angel came. They saw they was put on notice and they they followed the direction. But then they get out in the wilderness and they just forgot and they just went all crazy. <laughs> they were put on notice. The Ten Commandments, Mount Sinai, put on notice. They told him, God, I am a jealous God. I should not put no other God before me. And Moses up in the in the mountains and they downstairs making <laughs> idols, calf idols. Ridiculous, right? All didn't listen, but two. Two didn't do what everybody else was doing. Two made it out of the wilderness. Two, after all them people was led out, out of bondage. They was led out of the bondage. They was led through the Red Sea. God opened up the Red Sea and 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 they didn't listen and only two made it out. Everybody else, they went round and round and round in, this, in the wilderness until they died up except the two, Joshua and Caleb, because they had different spirits. They had that spirit when they was put on notice, they listened up. Oh, I heard that. See, a lot of people, when they hear stuff, they be like, well, I don't believe that. But when you hear something and you say, I heard that, yes, that means you're going to do something about it. 
heard that. Don't make no more. Don't 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 bow down to no graven images, no graven idols. I am the Lord. I heard that. You see the fire by night and the cloud by day. I saw that. <laughs> Excuse me. I saw all of that. This is what the people of Israel should have been saying, but only two people said that. The only people, two people said that because they were seeing with their spiritual eyes. Other people were seeing with their physical eyes. They were seeing with those temporal eyes. Hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. So then now we go from the Old Testament and now we go to, to the New Testament, right? New Testament, you know, to the great form of warming that's been put out for our benefits. This is the, the notice. We've been put on notice. Matthew one twenty one, the great notice ever, right? And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins, not his sins, their sins. He came for our sins. He didn't come down here because he he got kicked out and, and you know, oh, I have sin, so I got to go down there. Why? No, he came down here for our sin. That sinless lamb came down here for our all of us sinless people. Huh. So we was we was it was prophesied and put on notice back then. He came. This notice happened. And guess what we're doing? We're rejecting it. Not I. Not I. Uh-uh. I love the Lord. So I want Jesus. I receive Jesus. I accepted Jesus so he can save me from my sins. See, I have to take it personal. You got to take it personal. You can't worry about nobody else's sin but your own. Save me. So now you should read this verse like, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save me from my sins. Because what happened when you all boils down, you're going to have to stand before God for yourself. You can't say, well, only I did it because so-and-so and do it. But you have your own volition. You have your own mind and you have your own will. You have your own if. <laughs> if I confess. If I believe. If I walk down the path of righteousness. If I be holy. You have your own if. If. I'm sorry. Then the next notice. That's what the next notice came from. Matthew 3. One to three, right? Jesus is born. John is born. And this is what John is telling them. He's putting the people on notice. He's saying, In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You, you being put on notice. Repent. <laughs> oh my God! If you don't know, mm -mm -mm. you know. Let me explain this to you. Repent, repent. It's a a decision to turn away from sin and towards God's way. 
Got it? You turn from sin and towards God's way. Not your old way. Not how you used to do. How you, oh man, we used to always do this. But if it's not God's way, then it's not the way to go. Especially if you're a new creature. If you're a new creature and and it's old things have passed away, old things become new, then what's new about you if you're still doing the same old things, right? Right? It says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is, has come, is at hand. To come or be near is the sense of impending. Coming closer is coming. It's coming too close to be ignored Kingdom of heaven is synonymous with the kingdom of God. Both expressions refer to the time when God's rule will be enacted on earth as it is in heaven. (laughs) Can you imagine? 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 You can't imagine that with everything going on, looking at everything with your natural unspiritual eyes you got to use your spiritual eyes you got to look into the word of god when it says i saw a new john said i saw a new heaven and a new earth a new jerusalem coming down because he said the former has been passed see put on notice notice that it's coming notice that it's coming and then it says for this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Are you crying in the wilderness, telling people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Hey, what does it mean, man? It means turn from your wicked way and get prepared for when, heaven on earth you be able to live on the heaven and earth because let me put you on the notice the bible says all liars all fornicators all backbiters will have their part in the lake of fire lake of fire don't sound like it's uh too inviting but see the thing about it is that you're not thinking about that right now you're just thinking people let me excuse excuse me let me let me correct that people are thinking about in the now oh i can't wait that things get normal i got a shirt that says normal's not coming back jesus is coming back because he is coming back he put you on notice the bible says that in the last days in the last days You see these people selling guns and then Congress can't come up with a better uh, gun law because they don't want to because it just seems like these these guys got such a hold over the government. I mean, this 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 ain't just start happening. People buying guns and they go on out there and they shooting up people. But they shooting up these babies, they shooting up babies, they shooting up students. They're shooting up people. So it should be a gun law. Why? Why and how in the world an 18-year-old, 
Lord of mercy. An 18-year-old can go buy a gun, a semi-automatic weapon. Uh, question, why, why do you want a semi-automatic weapon? What are you going to use it for? Target practice? It's going, what type of target are you going to be hitting? You're going to be practice on. Oh, you're going to go hunting. How you, what are you going to hunt? You're going to shoot a deer with it? And it's going to have so much lead in it, you ain't going to be able to eat the deer? I'm going to shoot a rabbit, man. I'm going to get a rabbit. You can blow the rabbit's brains off, his head off. Why would you sell a semi-automatic gun to an 18-year-old? And why? Would you sell them so much ammunition? Why? The last days. The last days. Uh, have you been noticing the weather lately? One day it's hot. Next day it's cold. One day it's sunny. Next day it's nice and cool. It's raining. The next thing. Hey, you ever notice? Well, I live in, we live in, I live in New York. And in December, you expect to have cold weather, snow, you know. But in December, you got 60-degree weather, Indian summer. So things is changing. The earth is groaning under the pains of sin. The earth is groaning under the pains of sin. And, and the thing about it, if we don't change, if we don't change, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be destroyed in that fire filled with brimstone. We're going to be the one that when we stand before God, he's going to say, I don't know you. No matter what you can say. Yeah, Lord. Hey, Lord, remember, remember when we was at that prayer service and we was clapping our hands and stomping our feet and we were singing. Woo, yeah, Lord. And we were singing at that prayer meeting. And God's going to say then. What happened after you left the prayer meeting? Oh, well, uh, 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 and then you start abadabbing, well, uh, and the Lord's going to say, well, who was that woman? Was that your neighbor's wife? Or why was you sleeping with that woman after the prayer meeting? You know, and, and, and people probably is just going to be just oblivious to the fact that God knows everything everything he sees everything and you're going to try to you can't pull the wool over god's eyes let me put you on notice you can't put pull the wool over god's eyes the bible say the earth is the lord's and the fullness there is thereof so that means whatever you do and the bible also say what's done in the dark will be brought to the light whether they find it your sins, and it also says that your sins will find you out. So whatever you do, if it don't be caught here on earth, you're going to get caught in judgment, buddy. So you might as well play it safe. You might as well play it safe. And uh, I use this all the time. The Bible says, be holy for I am holy. Put you on notice, the wages of sin is death. That's impending death. If you keep sinning, you're going to die. That's your pay. Right? 
<laughs> Here's another one. Here's another one for you, for you guys and you girls who lusting. The Bible says, Romans 8 and 6, it says, For to be carnal-minded, for to be carnal-minded, you got it? Carnal-minded, to be fleshy, to be lustful-minded is death. To be, you hear the ambulance, right? It's a shame. To be carnal-minded, right? Put you on notice because you're hearing it when the ambulance is going by. Because it's a sin, you need to be, you need to lock that problem up. But then it says to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Ah, it seems like when the first part of it says to be carnal minded is death. It's like, oh my God, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, it's like you're trying to run from it. You run from oh, oh my God! If I catch if it catches me, it's going to kill me, and it will. Your flesh will kill you. But then, what it says to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Oh. When you, that part I think about just sitting on the beach. Me and my wife, we went to uh, we used to always go to Aruba, and you're sitting in the beach. And the sun is going down, and it's such a cool breeze, and you, and you're hearing the water, and it goes back out, and it's like, oh my God, I have such a, a, a good peaceful feeling, especially after you didn't got you something to eat, <laughs> after you didn't eat, and you go to the beach, you lay down, and then you start falling asleep, and you know what I mean. To be carnal-minded is death. Be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Arrest your carnality. Lock it up. Send it to jail. You know, take it out. Return to the dungeon. Return your carnality to the dungeon because let me put you on notice. You're not going to get into heaven like that. You have to lose it. And the only way you can lose it is if you've got to say, I surrender all. Take it all. And you know, knock the devil's block off in Jesus' name. Knock his block off. You have the power. Because you heard what I said. Knock the devil's block off in Jesus' name. In his name. Every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. Heard a preacher say this. He said, when the devil thought he had Jesus, when he says, yeah, stay in that grave. Don't you, don't you come out of that grave. You stay in that grave. And when Jesus came out the grave, he says, all power. All power, all power. Let me put you on notice to the power, all power in heaven and in earth. <laughs> in heaven and in earth. So that means he has all the power in heaven and all the power in earth. So 
if you serve this Jesus, if you have a a relationship with this Jesus, and in Acts 1 and 8, and he says, ye shall receive, put your notice on this one too, ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. Whew. So you have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and you have all this power because greater is he that than he that is in the world. Uh, hmm. Are you are you on notice? I mean, come on, saints of God, come on, and, and and the ones who, if you want this power, if you want this power, if you want this power, see that word, if if you want this power, if you want it, let me put you on notice. It says, if thy confess with thy mouth, and he is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins, if you believe in him. Thy shall be saved. If, if, if. It's up to you. If. Right? Let me put you on notice to something else. This is 1 John 3 and 7. And I'm going to read all the way to the 10th verse. I'm reading it from the Christian Standard Version. Christian Standard Version Bible. You ready? Children, 3, 7 to 10. Children, let no one deceive you. You all notice the one who does what is right is righteous just as he is righteous. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose to destroy the devil's work. Hmm. Everyone who has been born of God does not sin because his seed remains in him. He is not able to sin because he has been born of God. This is how this is how God's children and the devil's children becomes obvious. Whoever does not do what is right is not of God, especially the one who does not ooh ooh love his brother or sister. <laughs> so if you got a a grudge against your brother or your sister, cousin, mother, uncle, Oh, you need to call him and say you sorry. Listen, let's get this squared away right now on this here earth because I don't want to Ooh, I don't I don't want to be lost because I have envious and strife and hatred in my heart because no 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 sir no, no, put that on notice. Put that on notice. Let me put you on something else that's notice. That's on notice. Revelation 21. Since then I saw a new heaven and a new earth from the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city, 
the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride, adorned for her husband. Guys, you you know how you standing at the altar and then they they play that music, and everybody rise for the bride to come in. The doors open up, and you know how you see when you saw your 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 baby at the altar, your wife at the altar, and you just took your breath away. You was like, ooh. Yo, some dudes be crying. They were, I didn't cry. Some dudes they be up there, they be crying. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't hey, I don't know. I didn't do that. But I know when I first saw my wife, I was like, whoa. Whoa, look at my wife. And I said, That's all mine's and that's what Christ is going to say. He's going to say, whoa, look at it. It's all mine. Whoa. Because then you're going to be all, all yours, each other. We're going to be mine and he is mine. Like that song, he is mine, I am his. Right? Third verse, it says, then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity. And he will live with them. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more. Because the previous things have passed the way. Take notice to that. That sound like a great reward. That sound like a the almighty God is going to wipe your tears away. <laughs> oh, my God. No more grief. No more crying. No more pain. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. No more lying. You ain't got to worry about nobody lying on you no more. You ain't got to worry about no more mortgage payments. <laughs> You ain't got to worry about no car notes. Oh my God, they're gonna cut. They're gonna cut my lights off. Oh, they're gonna cut my gas. It's no such thing of that in heaven. The lights will never be turned off because the Son of God is the light. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh man, listen. Let me put you on notice. Put you on notice. This is the greatest, the greatest decision you can ever make to serve God. Not only because you're going to get into heaven, not only because of the, the perks, it's because of who you're going to see. It's because of who the relationship you're in. Don't get me wrong. You're the, Listen, you give your life to the Lord because you love the Lord, because the Bible said, because he first loves you. You're going to say, I surrender it all to God, not because I want to get to heaven, not because I, I want to see what this is. No, you're going to do this because of what he did for you. And love reciprocates love. And you're going to just get there. Okay, I love you. Let's go. No, 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 no. <laughs> ah, let me put you on notice on this. This is the Revelations 21, 5. And he says, then the one seated on the throne says, look, I am making everything new. He also said, right, because these words are faithful and true. And you know, 
God can't lie. <laughs> Let me get that scripture where it says, God is not a man that he should lie. Right? Mm-mm-mm. Yep. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the thing about it is that when you when 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 God is saying this, the Bible says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever. So that means if if God says he can't lie, God is perfect. Why is why would he God? lie right why would he lie still looking waiting for it to come up on my board neither the son of man that he should perish well have he not said it and he will do it <laughs> That's the thing about it. Once God says something, he's going to do it. And he says, I'm faithful and true. Then he says this. That's what he says. I'm going to come back to that, that scripture later. And he says this. Then he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will freely give to the thirsty from the springs of the water of life. The one who conquers will inherit these things and I will be his God and he will be my son. Put on notice. Let me put you on notice this right here. If you're listening, write this down. Revelations 21 and 8, it says, but the coward, cowards, because it's going to be a lot of them out there. Faithless, detestable, murderous, sexual, immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, all lies. Their shell will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. <sighs> Man, can you imagine? You live your whole life. <laughs> Your whole life, and you you have this, well, God is real. I know God is real. And then you die, and you wake up in the second death to be judged, the great white throne judgment, to be judged, to be like, oh, man, I knew, oh, man. Ah, I knew he was real, but then it's, it's too late. It's too late. And he's going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I found it. And scripture is, let me put you on a notice of this one. It's Numbers 23:19, And it says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? 
Numbers 23, 19. Put you on notice that, on that. So basically, I'm putting you on notice, just like John said, crying out in the wilderness. It's time to repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's time to repent. Give your life over to the Lord who loves you. The one who sacrificed everything that you, that, 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 that he does. He sacrificed everything so you can be free from sin, that you won't have to be destroyed. And he did it because of love. He didn't do it because, yeah, you see all this stuff. You know how you got them guys be like, yeah, baby, you see this car? Yo, look at this diamond watch. I got this diamond watch, got diamond rings. I can give you anything you want. All you got to do is just love me, baby. Just leave him. Leave him and come to me. Okay. But the thing about it is that God wants you to come to him because you love him. The only thing he's offering you is his life. Take my life. Take my yoke upon me. Give up your life. Take take me on. Let me show you the way. Because the only bridge you're going to get to the Father, which is God, is through Jesus that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. Who said that? Jesus said that. And that's how come that's the only way. You got to accept the Lord, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Love, let me put you on notice about love. Something about love. Love make you do a lot of things. You be like, oh, wow. I, mean, I never thought I would do something like that. But because of love, I remember uh, 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 George Benson wrote this song. He says, you got love times love. Because love times love times love times love. And you keep on loving and keep on loving. And the more you love and the more you get to know somebody, the more you get to get into that person's life. And you be like, oh, wow, you know, oh, he, she said this. She she told me that she used to be able to do it. I don't want that to ever happen. I don't want her ever her eyes to cry and her tears to fall out her eyes because of this that I said or this that I do. I'm going to love her like she's never been loved before. And see, that's what God said. God said, I'm, I'm, I love them with an everlasting love. I'm going to lay down my life for them. How many of you know somebody that said, hey, man, I love you, man. Hear me. I'm going to listen that bullet. Move out the way I got it. <laughs> hey, man, I love you, man. Hey, hey, I love you. Move, move. Let me get in front of that car. Hey, hey don't jump. I'll jump for you. Hey, hey, don't. How many people you know that would do that for you because of love? Only one person. And that person, he died, rose again. All power in heaven and earth. Put that on notice. Put that on notice for you to always remember all power in heaven and in earth. Put this on notice. Now unto him that is able. Those six words. Put that on notice. 
on your notice board. Put that on on a text and send it to somebody that says now unto him that is able. Ephesians 3.20, Jude 1.24 and 25. Put that on your notice board, you know. So I'm going to pray. I want to put this on notice. I want to give God praise and, and thank him for what he did. I just want to give him all the glory. And that and that's why that's what happens when you fall in love with God. You just, you know, all he wants is you. He just wants you to tell him how much you love him. Lord, I love you so much. All he wants you to do is say, Lord, I love you so much that I'll serve only you. I'm not serving nobody else. I used to work for the devil, but no, I don't work for him no more. I quit. Quit the devil. Quit his sin. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit. Yes, quit sin. You know, come to Jesus. Come to the Lord. Let him direct your path. Let him be the lover of your life. Let him prepare a place for you. Mm. Like I said before, he does everything perfect. He said, let not your heart be troubled. He said, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. That's what Jesus said. Where I am, that you may be also with me. Imagine, can you imagine? You cannot even imagine. I know I asked you to imagine, but you cannot even imagine the place that God is preparing for you. Can you imagine from the throne of God, the water, crystal water, and you got a tree on each side, and you eat from the fruit. That's for the healing of the nations. Can you imagine that? Can you, can you imagine? No, you can't. All you have to do is believe, because the, the Bible said his word is faithful and true. All you got to do is believe. Believe and go see it for yourself. Believe and see this awesome God who gave up everything for you. Put yourself on notice. Put yourself on notice and say, hey, listen, I'm going to see God. You know, I'm going to see God. I'm not going to waste my whole life. Live my whole life and then waste eternally, eternity. <laughs> when this life is only temporal. Mm -mm 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 -mm. No, no. So let's pray. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for salvation. I'm going to pray that this, this notice will go out and people will take heed to this notice. So, Father, in the mighty, 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 wonderful name of Jesus, I just thank you for your words. These are not my words. These are your words. You became flesh and you, you dwelt among us. So you are the true living God. You are the bridge that connects us to the Father. You are the one who cannot lie you are the one that don't have a reason to lie you are the one who was the bright who is the bright and morning star you are the one that when we get to heaven there will not be no sun because you are the sun you are going to be the light 
Father, you are the one that is the water that we drink and we never thirst, the bread that we eat from and we are never hungry again. You are it, Lord Jesus. Father, Lord Jesus, there's somebody out there that, that don't know them, this. Father, and I pray, Lord Jesus, that you bring them into you, that you bring them to you, Lord Jesus, that they accept you into their heart, that they see what a, a, a lovable giant that you are, an enormous, merciful, peaceful giant that you are. <laughs> Such a tender, tender one. Father, we, we know that one day you're going to turn into a judge. You're going to be the judge, Lord Jesus, when probation is open. But Father, right now, you are a loving God. You are the King of all kings and Lord of all lords, Father. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus. The scriptures say, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present us faultless, Lord Jesus. The other scripture says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power within. And the only way we can do this and give you that opportunity is that we're going to have you into our lives. So, Father, souls out there that need to be saved, Lord Jesus, Father, and I pray seeds, seeds not from, if, if it's not from my lips, seeds from somebody else's lips, that they can go into somebody's heart. Holy Spirit, you can water Cultivate it, let it grow, bring forth good fruit. So, Father, Lord Jesus, that's all I can do is pray. That's all I can do is ask. You said ask and it shall be given. So, Father, I just thank you and I just give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is yours because you're worthy. I love you and I bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you Seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lamb III, forward slash Planting the Seeds, at P.O. Box 30207 Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207 Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds Linktree page and find everything about me there. Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday. Yes, every Tuesday on the Bible Chat channel. Right? Take down this number. Every week we talk about the word of the Lord. We talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel. And the number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. But remember that number, right? Thursday and Friday night also, my brother Darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of God. We do prayer requests testimonies, 
come on join us. It's like we're having a church online. The number again is 667-770-1557-593-438. And let me tell you about some of my praying sisters, right? 5 a.m. Monday to Friday, right? Zoom call. Come on. Don't put the video on. Just come on. 379-598-0473. Password is 984-917. Come on. Get up. Seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the the video on but join us 6 to 6 30 every monday and friday only zoom 946-2492-1222 password is 499-567 come on join us more power more prayer iron shopping iron so have a wonderful beautiful blessed day in the lord with your hands in his and remember always remember this ephesians 6 and 10 finally my brethren be strong in the lord and the power of his might not yours because you're not strong enough <laughs>